I just want to say good morning to anyone who's watching online or in, if you're in the service and if you've never met me before, my name's Sam and I'm going to introduce myself throughout the message. Um, my claim to fame, I always say this, is I'm married to Jody. There we go. You know, so you, um, no, but I, I'm going to explain who I am, but it's great to be here. I've really got something that God laid on my heart um, throughout what I've been doing this year. So I'll get into that in a moment. But this pre-walk the nation in two sad days time, can I just say there's something about us taking the responsibility for our street yeah. and our community, yeah. our schools, our neighbourhoods. And um, so please put that in your diary. You can even do it. Some of our staff have like got to the end of the day and forgotten. And then they've gone and pre-walked like in the dark. Not because they're ashamed, just because they almost forgot. So you can do it any time during the day. You could go out at 5 a.m. in the morning so no one sees you. But go and pre-walk your street. So put it in your diary. Now, can I just say, though, uh, we still have in West Auckland about 35 areas that haven't had the Hope Projects delivered to. Now, these are specifically from Universal Drive all the way up into Massey, those areas. So if you live anywhere near there, you want to own your neighbourhood, Avondale, and then out in Titarangi. So you can go and see myself or Barry at the end of the service, and we would love to help you reach your community of that. Now, I, I just want to say, I'm so like Jody at the moment. I'm like... Now, I don't really want to go to Dunedin, I just want to be honest. But, but I'm really, really, really expecting God to do something. Like, I'm coming on a Sunday and going, God, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do right now? Like, not next week or next month, or what are you going to do in America or Australia? What are you going to do here in West Auckland or in the homes that are watching right now? What are you going to do? What are you going to do in the back row on the balcony this morning? Because I actually want you to do something in my life. And so I'm not coming to just do what I have to do on a Sunday. I've come because I want to hear from God. And I think as the expectation, as our hunger, as our fire grows, then God's going to keep doing more and more and more. But I want to ask, are you catching it? Because if you're not catching it, now this isn't even in my message, but if you're not catching it, you're going to miss what God is going to do. Because can not might do. I think this is what you, you have to get. God wants to break out in our family. God wants to break out in our city. Like, like He really does. It's, he's more passionate about West Auckland than we are. We actually just got to capture His heart, right? Umish and Nessa have actually already stolen the baby. Just now. So I, I just really want to say don't, don't miss out. So this message that I'm going to share this morning... Um, comes from, I've got a new role this year, and, and it helps sum up where this message is going. So um, late last year, I started now overseeing all the other campuses. So if you didn't know, Church Unlimited started here, and I'm going to refer to that, but now we've got six other locations, and God willing, maybe more. If you're a prayer warrior, please, please pray for the campuses. But now just thinking about the campuses... And I'm having to sit down with pastors and leaders and talk about who is Church Unlimited, not who is this building, but who is the people and, and what has God placed in our hearts and trying to explain this. And this is where this message has come from. But my desire this morning is God speaks to you really, really personally and intimately about what your place and the family is. Because see, the church is not this building. See, when, 
when COVID hit, not that I agreed with it at all, but when we couldn't meet in this building, the church didn't stop because we're the church, right? And so the church keeps going. It doesn't matter whether we meet in a building or not because we are the church. So when we're talking about Church Unlimited, we're talking about you. We're talking about what's in this place in here. So for a moment, can we just stand to our feet? Because I'm going to take, I feel like I've shown you that I'm dressed up enough so I can take my jacket off. But I just want us just to close our eyes for a moment and just put aside anything that's been going on. I had a crazy start to the morning. And we're just going to pray for God to speak. Is that all right? So close your eyes. Don't focus on me. Don't focus on the person next to you. Just focus on God. Maybe just give your cares. If you're at home, just give all the distractions to God. Father, this morning, God, we do just want to pray. God, that you speak. God, you touch. Lord, you shift mindsets. God, you bring healing. God, you remove worries, Lord, to hope. Father, we thank you that you are the great, great healer. You are the one that sets people free. God, I really do release that. Lord, freedom this morning. God, freedom from religion. God, I I just ask, God, that you'll bring hope and faith and expectation to lives. God, we don't want to walk out of here without hearing from you personally. God, so we open our hearts, God, to your healing power. We open our hearts to you to speak so personally to us. God, remove every distraction. God, because we want to hear from you right now in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Well, grab a seat. Now, I know this is a bit unusual, but if you've got a Bible in church, well, maybe it's on your phone. Can you turn to John chapter 4? I just want to start actually looking at a scripture. You're like, I want you to actually, I know it's going to be on the screen, but there's something when you read the Word of God, I just, it's quite important. I love reading the Word of God. But, so this message kind of comes out of, like I was saying, going across all the campuses and just thinking about who we are. And I've titled this message, The Secret Source. Do you like that? Not tomato sauce, but the secret source. Okay, so there's two types of sources. My kids like tomato sauce, but this is talking about the source, like the, where the power comes from, you know, because we need to find that secret source. And it's a bit like KFC, not that I like KFC, but it's a bit like KFC, how KFC has the, how, how many secret herbs and spices? You guys are too addicted to KFC. <laughs> but it's a bit like the 11 herbs and spices. We know that's the secret ingredient. Well, this morning, I want to tell you about the secret ingredient of Church Unlimited. And it's not that secret. You're like, we already knew that. Yeah, but did you really know it? So let's have a look at the secret ingredient. So in John chapter 10, here's a verse. We're just going to jump around this chapter, John chapter 10, for a little bit. And it starts with, in verse 3, uh, second part of verse 3. And he calls, and, and the sheep recognise his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. See, Jesus, we're, we're like the sheep this morning. And, and he calls us by name. He calls us by name. He leads us out. Then verse 4. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. The sheep follow him, for they know his voice. They know his voice. And then we jump down a few verses, a verse that we know really well, but it's really interesting that it's part of this passage. 
The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I, Jesus, the good shepherd, have come that I may, that they may have, this is all of us, the sheep, may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. You hear that? When we know the good shepherd, when we know Jesus, when we know his voice, he's going to lead us into life more abundantly. But it's through knowing him, through knowing his voice. And then verse 27, if you jump down, maybe I'd have to turn the page. Verse 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. To me, those few verses actually sum up who Church Unlimited is and who Church Unlimited has been for a long, long time. Now, most of you won't know, but I actually came to this church when I was 14 years of age. That was a few decades ago now. Jody, she actually started when she was five. So when Pastor Tark says that he's 40, you can do the maths and work out if that's still correct. <laughs> but what's really interesting is at the core of who Church Unlimited is, even though we've grown so much, when I first came, that was the entrance and, we, and the stage was over there and the building was like a fifth the size. And the carpet was very different colour. If you were around then, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But the, the church has changed, it's grown, it's expanded. We've now got seven locations. We've got a TV ministry, we've got everything going on. But at the core, nothing has changed. At the core of who Church Unlimited is, nothing has changed. And that is why we need to understand what is our secret source? What is it about us? And see, God graces churches. God graces people, but God graces churches with specific things. And what's really interesting, the heart of the gospel has always been here. Since before Pastor Tark came in 1988, for the decades before that, it was always a church that saw lots and lots and lots of people saved. It wasn't just Pastor Tark. It was the church. It is what God had mantled this place with. And there's a verse in uh, Psalm 133. We all know Psalm 133, where there's unity, God commands a blessing. But in Psalm 133, verse two, it says something that's really important for us as Christians to understand. And it goes, it's like the precious oil upon the, the head, running down the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edges of his garment. See, the thing is, this is how God works. He pours out something on the head, on the top, and if we're underneath it, it flows down and we get covered in it when we're in the flow. Now, if we're stepping outside of the flow, we don't get it. But when we're stepping under the flow, we get that same anointing, that same mantle, that same power flows down and it flows through. And if we're in the anointing, I love uh, different... So one translation says running. I like the translation flowing because it's like this. Um, in Auckland, we don't have that many rivers, but if you jump in a river, like, and I did a lot when I was a kid, when you jump in a river and you try and swim against the current, you basically go nowhere and it's a lot of work and it's really hard. But if you jump in and you float with the current, you go a long way. You go far and you go fast. Now, I wanna ask in this room here, who wants to stagnate or who wants to go far and who wants to go fast? Who wants to go far and fast? Is that, what we're, is that right? So all you have to do is you've gotta jump in the flow, right? 
And that is the secret source. We just gotta jump in the flow and go with it. Don't resist it, but understand who we are. We have to under, if we understand who we are, because you are Church Unlimited, not the building, but you are Church Unlimited, and if we understand who we are, then the flow just takes us so much further, so much faster to all that God has got for us. So back in, in this, done a little bit, of, who likes history here? Does anyone like history? A few people. 1974, two churches actually... There's one or two people who are still in the church who were around back then. 1974, two churches joined together and they started meeting up at the Calson Community Centre. And that is how Church Unlimited started. It was called something very different back then, but we won't go into that. But right back then, 1974, and do you know what? They had the vision. They had the vision way back then to buy this land. 1974, it was farmland. There wasn't shops. But 97, they had the vision. Why? Because God had laid something on their heart. And from that, that time on, like I said, there was a harvest anointing. And then when, and this is my version of the story, it may not completely be accurate, but in 1988, Pastor Tark and Adrian, they came to the church here. And there was kind of like this preach-off. It's like, you know, um, you know, those reality shows when all the TV cameras there and we're trying to work out who's the best. You know, who's got talent? Well, Pastor Tark came and there were three different preachers, one Sunday after another. And my version of the story, not that I was there, but this is how I understand it. Pastor Tark was not the best preacher back then. But what stood him out was the fact that he was the only one who did an older call at the end of the message. And, and why did that lead him to, get, to become the pastor here? Because he stepped into the flow. He stepped into the flow that was Church Unlimited. And what was that flow? A harvest anointing. The harvest anointing for you and I to see our friends and family saved. That's what's always been there. And that is what's happened. And then uh, 15 years ago, we established a, a, um, a mission statement, which goes something like called. And I'm just going to pause there. See, this mission statement is very interesting because the first word, and when it was on the walls here, it had called at the top because it's what God has appointed us to be. It's not a thought or a man-made idea. It's you have been called, we have been called to do these things by God. We have been called to get into that flow. We've, called, we've been called as an apostolic influence, an arrow of truth, winning souls, igniting God's fire and power into the nations. See, if we get into the flow, we start seeing those things happen really simply. It doesn't mean that we, we just sit there and do nothing. No, you actually have to do our part. But there's a grace, there's an anointing for it. And if you can see it, that's what God wants to do in our lives. And what's really interesting is there's been this uniqueness that's been part of Church Unlimited ever since Pastor Tark came. And I believe it was there before, but I can't put any facts. But Pastor Tark came and took over the church in 1988. From that day on, we've had a prayer meeting every Thursday. And as far as I understand, we've prayed and fasted on a Thursday. Why? Because we know that it's not on our power. It's through prayer. See, the secret source is simply these three words. Pray, hear, obey. Can we say that together? Pray, hear, obey. It's not that secret really. But if we can actually understand it and do it, that's what God's called us to. It's quite interesting when I came here in 94, um, 
Our family came from a church that we understood fasting as well. So it wasn't new for me to hear, oh, we fast on a Thursday. And so I can't say when I started, but as far back as I can remember, because my memory's not that great, I fasted on Thursday. Why? Because that's the flow. I've come on a Thursday night prayer meeting well before I was ever staffed. Why? Because that's the flow. And that's what God's asked us as Church Unlimited to do. That when we pray, we're saying, God, we need you to come. We need you to move because we cannot do it without you. God, we need you to move in our place. And one of the key verses of Church Unlimited has been Mark 11, verse 17. My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. It's been a verse that's marked us because we are Church Unlimited from the start to understand that we have been called to pray. Now, prayer, everyone should pray. Every Christian should pray. They should pray. But Church Unlimited has been uniquely marked to really pray, to really spend a lot of time in prayer. And if we can understand that, then we step in that flow. One of the verses that I love and that's just been stirring in my heart probably for years and years is is a verse that was also given to the church by a prophet decades ago, Isaiah 66 verse 8. For as soon as Zion, that is talking about the church, was in labour, she gave birth to her children. Now, if you didn't know, I'm a guy. Since the day I was born, I've been a male, so I don't, I don't know this, but I have some understanding. Labour is not easy. All the ladies, mums in this room would understand me, right? Labour is not easy. And when that verse is talking about as soon as Zion, the church, was in labour, That's talking about fervent, crying out to God, really interceding, believing for God to do something. She'll bring forth her children. And we're talking about spiritual children. See, that's the flow that God has placed on on this house, on you, is that when we really cry out, when we, what I really feel, when we cry out for our prodigal sons and daughters, for those ones that were part of our youth groups or, or part of our families who used to go to church, when we really cry out for them, we're going to see them come back to the kingdom. We're going to see things happen. And it's how it's through praying, it's through believing, it's through really pushing into prayer. And just for a moment, I actually really feel this, that we need to get that understanding. God, as soon as I, as soon as our family really cries out, really labours in prayer, we will see those prodigals come back. Because why? Because actually that's what God's placed on this house. That is the secret source. Can we just pray for that? Who can you think of? Who's that prodigal? Who's that friend or that family member that you know God wants to bring back. I believe it's time now. Let's just pray. Father, we thank you, God, that you are so, so burdened. You are running after, Lord, those individuals that, Lord, have walked away. God, and right now as a family, we draw them back. We call them back. We believe, God, for them to come back to you. God, so we ask right now, come. God, come Lord, and stir us to keep interceding, to keep believing for you to turn up in their lives. God, we ask that right now. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, what's really interesting, I've got it here somewhere, is a few years ago, just before COVID, we we put this this cultures document out. And if you don't have one of these, there'll be some that you can grab on the way out. But the first culture and who we are as Church Unlimited is prayer is our priority. 
We fully depend on God. Do you know why we pray? Not to tell God all about our thoughts and tell him about our opinions. We talk to God. We pray to God because we need God to move. We need God to help us and to empower us. We need God to intervene in our different situations. And see, the more we do that, and that really is prayer, and that's why I can't get enough of the prayer meetings because I come into a place where other people are praying and I learn how to pray. And if you don't know how to pray, it's this simple. Like you talk to a friend or like you talk to your spouse or your parents, as long as you're not talking angrily, with respect, that's prayer. But when we come into the same room and we're all talking to God together, there's something that gets released. There's a power in it. And that's why I just, man, I cannot encourage the Thursday night prayer meetings enough. Actually, just during the week I wasn't there, I was up in uh, uh, our Whangarei campus for the prayer meeting. But man, the, the Thursday night prayer meeting, I've just heard so many people talking about how amazing it was. And you don't want to miss it. Six to seven in here, you should come and join us because something happens when we pray. But here's the thing, we can't just pray. We also need to hear. And that is what's marked Church Unlimited is we don't just pray, we're listening to what God is saying through the prophets. And I love the scripture in Job 33. You think, is there anything interesting in the book of Job? There's actually quite a few good things. But listen to what Job 33 says. It says, for God speaks again and again. Can I just say that? God is speaking to you all the time. God is speaking to every one of us. Though people do not recognise it, Man, that sounds like us today. He speaks in dreams and visions of the night with deep sleep falls on people as they lie in their beds. It goes on, he speaks in their word. He's always speaking. God is always speaking. But I think we come to prayer a bit like, I don't know, we're talking to somebody and we wouldn't do this in the natural, but we just talk, 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 talk. And then we've, when we've said our peace, we just walk away. Now, if, if I did that to Jody. We, we wouldn't be married. Now, if the wives did that to our husbands, we probably wouldn't care too much, you know, because we, we, you know, we, we, we don't mind. But that's not how relationship works, right? We need to pray, we need to talk, but we also need to hear, we need to listen. And God is always speaking. God is always speaking. You know, one of the most clear times in my life, I've probably, some of you may have heard this before, but Deciding to ask Jody out was like one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. Because you've got to understand, if I asked Jody out and it didn't work, Pasatak doesn't have a shotgun. But he knows people. So I knew, I knew that if this didn't work, I was probably going to have to move to Antarctica or Tuvalu. I'm not sure which one's worse, but anyway, if you go to Tuvalu, you'll understand. They're, they're tough locations, but thankfully it worked out. But see, when I was thinking and praying about this, I remember this day, I, I, I was at home, still living um, with mum and dad. I knelt down on, next to my bed and I said, God, I need you to speak so clearly to me. I need you to, I need to hear from you about this. And so clearly, because I wasn't there to pray, I was there to hear. And so clearly, he just dropped a scripture 
Ecclesiastes chapter 4 in my heart. Now, if I was Pastor Steve, I would know exactly what scripture that was. But back then, I had no idea. I didn't even know what Ecclesiastes was about. So I, I, I lit, literally went to the concordance, found Ecclesiastes, went to four, chapter 4 and started reading. And if you've ever been to a Christian wedding, you would know that Ecclesiastes chapter 4, about verse 11, it starts talking about two are better than one. And it's one of those famous marriage passages. And when I started reading, I started weeping because I knew God had spoken so clearly. But here's the thing. When we want to hear from God, He will speak. Now, sometimes you need to check with other people and make sure it wasn't just the pizza you ate the night before or something like that. But we do need to listen to what God is saying because God wants to speak. Hebrews 8 verse 5 says, see, this is talking about Moses in the Old Testament, see that we, see that you all make things according to the pattern shown to you on the mountain. See, we can't just pray. We need to wait and listen and hear and receive from God. God so clearly speaks. And I think in this day and age, what we want to do is we want to talk to God. We want to tell God what we want. And then we go away and just do it. We tell him, God, I want to do this. God, I want this. God, do I really have to stay in Auckland? God, I'm ready for some shift in my job. And so we tell God what we want, and then we just go ahead and do it. Instead of stopping and telling God, God, I want to be in your will. I want to be in your will. God, I'm feeling pretty frustrated about this situation, but I'm trusting you. And that's what prayer is, actually telling God what's going on. And then we're willing to listen and hear and obey. Most of us, we tell God what we want, then we go and make it happen. That is not getting in the flow. Okay. Now, um, last year I went and worked for an organisation called the Billy Graham Organisation. And I am still just blown away how quickly God opened those doors. Within three weeks, it went from nothing to telling the staff that I was going and working for these guys. Three weeks. See, when God opens a door, it's really clear. When God is not opening a door, it's also really clear, just usually we're as his sheep, we're a little slow to understand that he's not opening the door. Now, I just want to mention this because it's kind of topical. If God's not opening the door for you to move to Australia or any country for that matter, that is not for you to go and look as hard as you can and try and make it happen. Because when it's God's will, He will open the door and it'll be really clear. When it's not God's will, you'll be trying everything you can and then slowly you'll make something happen and it won't work. It won't work spiritually. It won't work. Why? Because we've got to pray and we've got to hear. And then we've got to do the third thing. We've got to obey. We actually have to listen to God's voice, know that He's leading us, knowing that we've prayed, and then we've got to obey it. So often God is telling us and speaking to us and we hear His voice and we don't step out and do what He's asking us to do. And it can be small things. It doesn't have to be massive things, but we've just got to pray, hear, and then obey. And that is who we have been as Church Unlimited. So many decisions. I remember um, when we started on Running With Fire TV, uh, Pastor Tark had come back from India, he'd met with a prophet, and the prophet told him, you need to be on TV. Now back then, no one was on TV. We were the first New Zealand church to get on um, any of the proper TV stations. We didn't own a camera when he came back. 
When he talked to the board, they were like, well, if that's what God said, okay. And then somebody just went out and bought some TV cameras and we gave it a go. Why? Because we prayed, we heard, and then we just obeyed. Now, this is what you've got to understand. The secret sauce here isn't about better management or better leadership. It's about let's get in the closet, not just on a Thursday pre-meeting. Let's really spend some time with God. Let's listen to what He's saying and let's obey it. Why are we planning campuses? Because it was a word from God. It's not a let's grow Church Unlimited. Can I tell you? And I've said this so many times over the last few weeks. We don't want more campuses. But if God leads us, then we're going to do exactly what he asks us to do. There's no strategic plan. Honestly, there is no plan. We're going to plant another campus this year. No, we're going to do exactly what God wants. And if there's another campus there, praise God. If there's another two campuses there, praise God. If there's no more campuses this year, praise God. I'm saying praise God. But you've got to understand, this is not about going, how do we grow the church? This is about God, we want to see your kingdom grow. And we want to do what you are asking us to do. And how do we do that? We pray. And we pray. And we keep praying. Like Pastor Tark mentioned last week, fresh fire. We need to stir up our prayer life. And if you are part of Church Unlimited, praying, not just together in a prayer meeting, but at home, is the flow we need to be under. Because when that happens, God moves in every area of our lives. I love hearing when we pray and we hear from God for our workplace. We hear from God for our our university studies or our school studies. Because God is interested in every area of our lives. God is so interested in what's happening at your workplace. You are that full-time minister there. But you just gotta pray here and then you obey. And when you obey and God comes through, it's amazing. And what I've realised with the secret source, it's like the spiral that gets tighter and tighter. Because as you pray, and then you actually hear from God, and then you do it and it works, you pray more. And then you hear more, and then you obey more. And it just gets tighter and tighter and tighter. Why? Because it works. Church, it works. And do you know what most of us do? We go, oh, that's a good idea, Pastor Tart. Oh, Sam, I, I like that message. That's a great message. No, the book of James talks about we can't be hearers only. We've got to do it. Church, if you want to step into the flow, if you want to see the ease of God moving in your life, you actually just got to do it. We as a church are called to pray. More than... I feel like this is wrong and heresy saying it, but I actually feel God's calling Church Unlimited to pray more than other churches. Every church should pray, but we are really called to pray. We are called to intercede. Why? Because we need, God's asked us to bring the revival power to come. God has asked us to awaken the Church of New Zealand. That's what He's asked us to do. And if God said that, then we've got to obey it and we've got to do it. And you know what I love? If we go right back to even before Pastor Tark came here to Church Unlimited, there's always been an anointing to see souls saved. There's always been an anointing to see the community transformed. And do you know what revival is? It's literally just seeing the lost saved en masse. It's that simple. Do you know what? If God turns up in radical power and no one's saved, it's just a bless me club. God wants to see the community saved. That is God's heartbeat for Church Unlimited. It is so clear. And what we have to understand, right, one of the key verses 
is um, Zechariah 4 verse 6. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. We used to have that as a big banner across the back. It was our first backdrop as church uh, when we went on TV. Why? Because that is who we are. It's not, and this is how you need to understand this verse. It's not through our strategy. It's not through good planning. We need to do those things. But it's saying, God, we need you to move. And how do we show God we need him to move? Because we pray. Because we pray and we pray and we pray and we realise that he is the great strategist. He is the one that knows. And that's not just for us corporately, it's for us individually. If you want more of God's blessing and favour, protection on your family, do you know what you have to do? You have to pray, you have to hear, and you have to obey. Why? Because we are Church Unlimited. That is what we've been called to do. Now, yes, this isn't an earth-shattering new message, but this is the thing. If all of us can get in the flow, if all of us can understand who God has called us to do and be, it will change our lives in such a radical way. Which is why, if you want this, the second one is Holy Spirit is our power. I'm not going to go, I'm about to finish. But the Holy Spirit is our power. We have daily access to the presence and power of God. That is who we are as Church Unlimited. You are Church Unlimited and every day, every day you, every day every one of you, if you're watching home, you have access. You have access to the presence and power of God. But how do we have access to it? It's not a secret anymore. We pray. We hear and we obey. That is who Church Unlimited has been for decades. And that's who we're going to keep being because that's who God has called us to be. And that's what we have to understand. That's who God has called you to be. If this is your spiritual home, God has called you to be a man and woman of prayer. God has called you to lock yourself away in the prayer closet and pray and pray and intercede and believe for Him to turn up. And then... He's called you to hear and to actually listen. And some of you are like, but I've never heard the voice of God. Well, you've probably never been quiet enough to listen. <laughs> or you probably don't ever open your Bible up and say, God, I want you to speak to me today. God, I really need you to speak. Well, God, I just want to hear from you. See, God, actually, if you're part of this church, God is speaking. God is speaking. And we just need to open our ears to listen. It's not about pushing. I'm going to finish with this verse as the band wants to come. John 15 verse 7. If you abide in me. Now this word abide is talking about if you do. Abide isn't just sitting. It's if you do what I've called you to do. If you pray, if you hear, if you obey. If you, if you are who God has called you to be. And my word abides in you because you're listening to him. You ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Because you're going to ask according to his will. Man, I want to see more and more answers to prayer. I want to see more and more healings. Man, when I went over to Tuvalu a couple of weeks ago, I, I shared last Sunday night, but many of you weren't here to hear it. The timing of God was amazing. We saw over 18 people saved on one Sunday. And in a church of about 100 people. The healings and miracles were amazing. Why? Because we're a church and they're a church. 
Because they are church unlimited that pray and fast. They are a church that has a prayer meeting every Thursday. It's nothing because of me. I'm just part of Church Unlimited. I'm just in the flow. And this is what you need to understand, that you are Church Unlimited. You are called to see miracles. You are called to pray and intercede and see spiritual children come to birth. You are called to see the presence and power of God in your workplace, in your home. And it all starts with just praying, with just hearing and just obeying. I I really pray that this morning you've gone, right, understand. See, but it's no good to just understand. We actually have to do it. And the more you do it, the more you're going to see God come, the more you're going to get in the flow. Can you see that circle? Man, if all of us can get in that circle, it'll radically change our lives. We're going to stand. If you want to stand, we're going to sing that song, Same God. And the reason why we're going to say that, because the same God that started this church in 1974 is the same God here in 2023. The same God that got Pastor Tark to come in 88 that's been speaking is the same God here today. And God wants to do amazing things. God wants to move right now. So can we just sing? Can we allow God to say, God, we want that. God, I want that in my life.